This episode of The Incubator is proudly sponsored by Chiesi. Providing innovative neonatology solutions for more than 35 years, Chiesi is committed to supporting the neonatology community and the NICU families you serve. To learn more, visit www.nicuconnections.com slash incubator. This is The Incubator, a weekly discussion about new advances in neonatology and the fascinating individuals who make this progress possible. I am Dr. Ben Korsha. And I'm Dr. Daphne Yasova-Barbeau. We are neonatal intensive care physicians. Welcome. Ben, smile. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Hold on one sec. Let's do this. You're good. I swear. Okay. There's some pictures being taken. <laughs> oh, seriously. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Um, go ahead, Daphne. No. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. We'll start with. We'll start with that. I don't know where to start, Daphne. Do you want doctor self, mom self? Scientist self, give us a little wife. bit of everything. So why? Let's then reframe. Then why? Why are you here at the next symposium today? And I thought you were going to ask me my favorite question that you ask. Why did I go into neonatology? We'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> so why am I here today? Yeah. Um, because I am finally able to start back up my dream of being a scientist and a physician which has been my dream since fifth grade. That's when I first had my first science experiment. And I grew up during the Ryan White and AIDS epidemic. And that's a hard thing to see as a child. Mm -hmm. Um, That was actually when I had my first mouse model in seventh grade. Mm. Um, But I also am, um, I am a family member with a really strong family history of cancer. And I'm going to give a shout out to my sister who's at Vanderbilt. I'm sorry. And she got diagnosed with breast cancer in May. And she is my role model Mm. um, because I am a doctor because of Mary and she is in adolescent medicine. And I'm going to make a plug for her transgender clinic Mm. that unfortunately um, is no longer able to operate at Vanderbilt. And um, I pray one day she can move back. um, She can move to me in Chicago because um, I, after all of my training, I had a circuitous path to um, being a physician scientist because I am um, the first physician in my family to go to med school in this country. My sister um, couldn't get into med school. She went which to con- Which George's. country are you from? So my family is Italiano, oh. um, Napoli, uh, uh, Pomeniano di Arco. Uh-huh. Um, we're going in March. <laughs> um, all three of my children, including my special needs one, Diddy, our dodo bird, and um, my sweet husband of, of 25 years. So It's important for people to know that there's a video and they should check... The, the, that the bird is not a real bird. The, the, the collection of items. But have. but he did go swimming with me this morning. Uh-huh. I, I'm an avid swimmer, and um, I took him with me swimming 
but his balance is off, much like his mom, and he fell in the pool. Oh. He's a little bit wet. And a shout-out to the kind gentleman who was taking a relaxing swim but had to take a picture of me and Diddy and helped <laughs> me fish him out. Fair enough. Where Can you tell us a little bit about uh, where you're practicing in uh, Illinois? Yeah, we didn't even let you... You didn't even tell us your full name and where you're coming from. Oh, okay. It's a long name. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I will also put a plug in. I'm the director of the neonatal transport team. And I should say where I work because I am so blessed to be at the University of Illinois um, at Chicago working with an amazing female scientist and physician. She is my role model and a shout out to Deanne Pillars. And um, I was at Vanderbilt with an amazing, what I thought was amazing, research program. And I'll put a plug for the fetal microbiome. Um, Joe New and I have worked together. Um, He's another uh, pioneer in the work that I do. And uh, Joe and I both agree there's a fetal microbiome. And and one day, uh, Marty Blazer and his wife, Maria, do not believe it is one. And one day, Maria and I published together, one day we will... We will dispel that, Joe and I, hopefully before he retires. But um, I moved to Chicago after closing down my research lab um, and being a, a neonatologist there. My mentor there was Hendrick Whitecamp, another amazing scientist um, and physician. Um, and I took a couple of years off. I worked in private practice for a really wonderful group of doctors in, in um, Nashville. But um, when you have a dream, you cannot give it up. And that is my message for any young person of whatever age um, who has a dream and doesn't know if they're going to make it. Um, and I never thought I would make it. Never thought it. I applied to 40 medical schools the first time after going to graduate school that I paid for by myself in Harlem, working at methadone clinics, teaching them about nutrition, trying to tell them not to buy McDonald's. Um, didn't get in. Only got one interview. And then I applied again. This time I paid for 50 applications. And I was very blessed that Mary O'Keefe, I hope she's doing well now, um, in the admissions office called me at mm-hmm. University of Vermont and said, you know, Joanne, um, you're on the wait list. It was two weeks before school had started. I had just lost my eyeball in a bike accident. Um, and I didn't know if I was going to make it. I it was going to be hard enough in med school, let alone now with one eye. And uh, Mary called me and said... Um, We've got a spot, and you really want it, Joanne, and so can you get up here in two weeks? And um, my biggest, busy, busy, biggest, biggest, amazing supporter, and my name is long because of him. Mm. My name is Joanne Romano, because I'm Italian, couldn't mm-hmm. give that up. Keeler, um, it's a mouthful, but I could not be here without not just the support of my parents and my sisters and all the amazing people that have nurtured me, but but with Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ray and I packed up. He was at the stock exchange. He's a CFO now. He got his dream, too. And uh, we packed it up, and we moved to Vermont with our dog and our cat, and uh, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. And so after, after um, having to close my research because of my amazing all of my children are amazing connie and marion and terrence sweet tea and they're going to listen to this because um i work a lot um i i had hoped maybe i'd get 
a little more work-life balance. You guys talk about that in your We podcast. talk about that a lot. We do. And a shout out to you guys, because when I'm working, to you know I'm serious, when I am working hard, and I told Daphna this yesterday, when I am exhausted and tired and I want to see my kids, but I had to put in that, that 27th mile and I can't, I'm, I'm drinking coffee and listening to music and I can't keep my eyes open on the drive or on the train. I put you guys on. Mm, thanks. I do. I do. And so uh, I, um, I'm in Chicago because after my son, who has uh, multiple um, special needs, he's, um, he's autistic and um, has ADHD mm-hmm. and has had a number of other surgical procedures, um, I decided that I could serve children like my son better if I went back into research now that he was doing better and um, figure out my research program because I'm going to put a plug for it because we are now rebuilding. Mm-hmm. And I'm a junior scientist again. I am a, and I'm not embarrassed to say it, I'm a middle-aged woman mm. rebuilding my science program. And I am excited to be here because I call this my coming out party. Because mm. I cool. never, never thought I'd be back here. What was the biggest obstacle in, in rekindling that career? Oh, that's a great question. I never thought about that, actually. Um, worrying that the work-life balance that I wasn't able to achieve... Um, at Vanderbilt, which is an amazing place. My two sisters work there. Um, my other sister is a cancer survivor, and my mom's a cancer survivor. Mm. So we've got some amazing Romano women. My sister Linda is the only one not in medicine, and my amazing dad, who's one of the who is the first person in our family and his family to get a, a PhD. Um, we have just wonderfully strong people. But I think the hardest obstacle was wondering if going back into science and being an ICU doctor um, was going to, again, push my family um, to the second place. Yes. La familia is what, is what matters most. So anyway, you guys have made me talk about some really hard topics. And there it's you go. only 11, 12.30, and I haven't finished my coffee. There you go. Well, thank you for sharing your why, you know, of why you're here um, and rebuilding your, your science career. We'll be on the lookout for, your, for your work. Yeah. yeah, and I also just want to say, as a mom of a special needs kid, I think the, the highlight... Second to this, although I have to be honest, guys, this might be my second highlight. That's fair. No offense. You know I'm a groupie. Being in the top three um, is a... Meeting you is better than um, meeting uh, some of the country music stars that <laughs> I, um, I go through in my, in my life as a cowgirl, um, but um, was meeting Leslie and Jen. Yeah. And um, I'm going to use Leslie's words because when I, um, I think it's amazing, amazing how they're helping other children because all of us see how parents who lose children have the biggest obstacle living past that moment. Yeah. And what Leslie said to me, and she and Jen were so kind to autograph my book for my son, um, Jen will be doing it shortly, is you can either be better or you can be bitter. That's right. So That's, to everyone listening who's trying to do a career, I love that. be better and don't get bitter. That's awesome. You guys are amazing. Joanne, thank podcast. you so much for, for dropping by. I'm off Hold on. Oh my God, guys. Thank you for listening to The Incubator. If you like this episode, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast or the Apple Podcast website. You can find other episodes of The Incubator and new shows from The Incubator Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or the podcast app of your choice. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to send us questions, comments, or suggestions to our email address, nicupodcast at gmail.com, or by visiting our website, 
www.the-incubator.org. You can also message the show on Instagram or X, formerly known as Twitter, at NICU Podcast. Thanks again for listening and see you next time. This podcast is intended to be purely for entertainment and informational purposes and should not be construed as medical advice. If you have any medical concerns, please see your primary care practitioner. Thank you.